You're listening to The Waffle Podcast with Rob Ferguson and Jared Duggan. And what have we got this week, Jared? Well, Rob, you're going to show us how educational you are when you teach us about BBO. Yeah. We're going to learn what Hugh Jackman and DJ Khaled have in common. And I'm going to teach you how to fall in love in seven days. Seven days sounds fantastic. And we launched my new side podcast on psychology called Robcology. Can't wait for that one. Stay tuned. Just people, man. Yeah. We we all have our own little insecurities. No one's got their shit figured out. No, no one's got their stuff together. No. Everything's fucking hard. Yeah. Just different areas, different things, man. Yeah. You know, I can't act. I can't sing. But I can, you know, turn an embarrassing moment in the bedroom into something funny. That's a song. Is it? It is now. I can't. <laughs> I can't dance. I can't sing. I'm just. Oh, it's Genesis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Only thing about me is the way that I want. Oh, that's our yeah. intro song this week, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking around for it in the bed and can't find it. And I went, I think it might be in you. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Well, have a look. Have a look? <laughs> yeah. What, with a flashlight or something? <laughs> you are stronger than you know, and you've got a friend in me. Yep. There's no victim blaming. Yep. There's no persecutor. There's no rescuer. Mm-hmm. That's someone that's looking at a different dynamic, dynamic of walking alongside someone who's going through a hard time mm-hmm. and going, you know what, dude? You're strong. You can do this, and I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm going to walk alongside you and help you. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You do look like a bush gynecologist. That sounds like a really bad TV show. <laughs> like Russell Coit, Out, the bush gynecologist. Outback gynos. It's an audiobook on comedy. Yeah. Sex between two people is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. it, it depends if she's got a term that I learnt one pissy night during the Fringe Festival right. um, called BBO. B- bad body odour? Close. Bad box odour. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about one of the... Um, last time we caught up, um, we were talking about the most superficial reasons we broke up with someone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and mine was she had a thing, and I found out. I was discussing this with a, a, a young lass, and she said, oh, BBO. It's got a name. <laughs> it's got a name, apparently. Yep. Right. Yep. 
between five, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they all have BBO. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, I, I grew up in a Christian household, right? Yeah. And I didn't realize uh, a lot of sexual things, um, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm becoming sexually liberated for the first time in my life. I didn't understand. Um, it, I'm, I'm wondering if it's just me. I, I got told some stories that I, I was I was explaining to someone about about this, and and they said, oh, you know, um, uh, sometimes the girls don't realise that they have BBO, and sometimes girls can have things like tampons wedged right up there and not realise what. I'm so glad well, that, that makes sense. Like, unless it's moving, like unless it's like a Mexican jumping tampon. <laughs> but surely you would know. Why? Why would you? Like, well, if it's not moving, it's just moving with your body. You know, like. But surely, surely you would know. Do you think if you had, if you had. I, well, this this just goes to show my ignorance when it comes to women and sexuality. I have no idea. If you had a cotton bud stuck up your ass, I would know. Would you? Especially if it was wedged right up there. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, girls have and they've had it up there for several weeks and and didn't realise. Right. Yep. And it's full of like you know other bodily fluids from yeah. other people. Yeah. And yep, didn't realise until. Several whatever later and went, oh, dear. Starts becoming odorous. It was me. Right. (laughs) I was a bit bonky. I had no idea that that could happen. That's why Rob dumped me. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about one of the worst dates I ever had? Uh, You might have mentioned it in the last podcast. No, I don't think I... another one? Don't think I ever mentioned this story. I won't say her profession or anything, um, but mm-hmm. it was it was all right. Um, she was very hippie. She washed her clothes with soap nuts. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, uh, that that kind of hippie level. Um, anyway, uh, we went on a couple of dates and went we went okay, and we went back to her place and you know we got it on. Um, and at the end of it. Um, I pull out and I go, oh, where's the condom? And I'm looking around for it in the bed mm. and can't find it. And I went, I think it might be in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, well, have a look. <laughs> <laughs> have a look? <laughs> yeah. What, with a flashlight or something? <laughs> yeah, just go for a grope. Yeah. And I went, oh. You do look like a bush gynecologist. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad TV show. <laughs> like Russell Coit, Out, the bush gynecologist. Outback gynos. <laughs> <laughs> Sam smiling with that one. I think we're on to a winner. We got it. <laughs> we got a premise for a TV show. Who do we pitch it to? I don't know, man. Seven Mate. It's got to go on Seven Mate. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? What was that show? Blokes World. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, that was a great show. No. They had burnout dedications. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Just these loose units hanging half out the window at the drag strip gun. Yeah, this this one's gone out to me, mum. She's always been there for me. Yeah, this one's for you, man. And they like just whack in their Commodores, you know, smash a friggin' smash smash a dart and skull a friggin' chalk milk and just let the Commodore out and friggin' do a big donut there hanging out the window going, Yeah, yeah, mum. <laughs> yeah, man, blokes word. It was a great TV show. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I had strippers on there and everything. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. Every 15-year-old kid in high school, I think, used to tape that. Yeah. 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 So, it turns out that PC crowds... (laughs) Now, you don't mean, like, computer nerds. No, no. No. But the, the, the politically correct types... Yep. Uh, where, would, where would you find people like that, Jared? Uh, you may find them uh, in the Melbourne CBD. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon that. I think another place you'd probably find them is in probably any capital city. Any capital city. Yep. Um, and probably also like really fringe areas like Fremantle. Fremantle would be a great place to find a PC crowd. <laughs> so you didn't you have a gig at Fremantle? Oh, did I tell you? <laughs> You sent me a one-liner message, (laughs) (laughs) and I've already pieced the whole puzzle together. I was like, I understand exactly what happened. I um, I got my first sarcastic laugh. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually got a pretty good laugh for the joke. Yeah? Right, Um, which is when I talk about um, ladies who use Snapchat on their Tinder profile. And the joke... What? Yeah. Oh, like the Snapchat fil- filters. The filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Snapchat filter. Yeah. Uh, and the joke goes, um, yeah, ladies, if you use a Snapchat filter on your Tinder profile, yep. all you're advertising is you're going to take half of my shit. Yeah. Great joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's so, not- it's not a great joke. That that actually got a pretty good laugh. Did uh, it? But but then oh after Oh my god, I need to lower my standards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, like it, it's all in context. Um but it got a pretty good laugh and then after the the, the good laugh died down, I got a ha ha after it. Oh, like someone in the audience was looking at another audience member or no, no, just like there was a, like a sarcastic. That's not. It was. A, it was a. That's not. It was a. It was a trick. That's not funny. Ah, oh, it was so like. Ha-ha. <laughs> Good work, comedian. Good one. You're so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. What What do you know? I get so many good compliments on it, my Snapchat filtered it, Tinder it, profile pictures. It was the laugh that would have come from a woman who is now in possession. <laughs> Jesus, hang on. Yeah, of half someone's shit. Oh. You hate this, don't you? You hate it when I do this. Hang on. Hang on. Just, yeah, go on. Keep telling you gonna, your story. Are you going to ding? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Let me, let me see if I can find. <laughs> so good. I love that. I love that. That's the best. So, um, for those playing along at home, every time Jared offends a minority, we play this sound. <laughs> the look on Sam's face <laughs> It's like one of those old read long storybooks And when you hear this sound Turn the turn page, the page. <laughs> Ready Jared When you hear this sound 
offend a minority. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about homosexual people, Jared? <laughs> I've got nothing against homosexual people. I haven't got a bad word to say about them. <laughs> you sure? God. I just think that no, I've got nothing. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. Anyway, so, so so Nelson from The Simpsons was in your audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I've got to get better at hecklers, hey? Because yeah. all I did was ha ha back at her. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you would have just come off, come across as really arrogant, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Yeah. So you were just reinforcing her stereotype that she was already building of you. Yeah, <laughs> but, well done. But like during Good the whole job. set, so I did the I did the cave troll set again, the the same one that I did. Yeah. Uh, at raw comedy. <laughs> yeah. The one the one where professional working comedians told you that you were basically just doing fat jokes and probably knocked that off. Yeah, they were professional city comedians. So. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. What do they know? <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> They're only getting paid for their... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then the person in particular that gave you that feedback uh, only won Comedian of the Year, you know, in 2018. So, yeah. pff, what would he know? Nothing. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that I would have liked to have said to her, but I just sort of went, ha-ha, and plowed on. Yeah. Um, and like I didn't, I didn't get the worst response, but it was it was one of those crowds where they weren't committing to laughing. There was a sort of a, uh, should we be laughing at this? And yeah. they would laugh, but they, they they were judging every joke on its merit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was it wasn't the worst set I've ever done, but yeah, yeah it was far from the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how? And what lessons did you take away from that, Jared? Did you learn anything from that experience? Yeah, I I need to get better at at dealing with hecklers. Not that you need to maybe change your material a little bit. Hell no. <laughs> just, nah, just keep punching down, no. offending minorities, yep. and you'll have a bag full of <laughs> ready and waiting for you. <laughs> oh. oh my god! So I good. I had a little bit of epiphany. Right. About bullying um, this week. Right. Um, uh, the, one of the big things, and, and oh man, you know what? I was going to go into it big time um, talking about, you know, the the, uh, the young young fella, uh, Mouldy, Mari, kid, nine years old, with dwarfism, yeah. uh, who was bullied, and there was this video circling <clears throat> around of him... Um, uh, you know, threatening to kill himself and stuff like that. Mm. Pretty freaking horrific. It shit. was pretty, pretty hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because this week's been pretty rough for me as well. Um, my daughter's been dealing with bullying at school as well. Yeah. And I've got man, I could bang on for hours about this. Yeah. Um, and I found a whole lot of people, I reckon. Um, but but I'm going to be smart and I'm just going to let that sit on. We'll bring that up another day. But one thing I did figure out when my daughter was telling me about her bullying episode at school, I figured something out what bullying actually is. And I was like, ah, so someone at my daughter's school 
got really offended that they thought Bianca was staring at them. And um, uh, basically got, got really annoyed and, and punched her, right? Pulled her hair and stuff like that. So it's pretty serious stuff. And what I figured out was that um, bullying really is just punching down. I was like, ah, oh. I'll tell you what I mean, right? So if I said to you, if I walked up to you, right, and I went, Jared, you're staring at me, what would your reaction to me be? Okay, mate. <laughs> exactly, right? But um, if, if a big bikey guy came up to you and said, hey, you're staring at me, what would your reaction be? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Didn't mean nothing by that. I was just just looking at the sea. Um, I'm sorry. Can I go? <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's someone who's who's perceived in a in a higher class, higher status, basically pulling the piss out of someone beneath them. That's what punching down is, right? It's it's yeah. that's why those jokes don't land because in essence, they really are bullying. You're making fun of someone who can't defend themselves. Like ah fuck. I was like, ah, big friggin' epiphany moment. So I, I, I sort of um, helped my daughter through that, and I said, um, I said to her a little, a little psychology trick called a circuit breaker technique, where you change something in the way that something plays out, and it can make a threatening situation uh, really funny. So I said, if you just play back their voice in your head, or imagine that they're Cartman from South Park, right? So you imagine Cartman from South Park coming up to you and going, "Hey, you're staring at me." You know, you're just like, Dude, it's just it's automatically hilarious, right? <laughs> this little fat kid, you know, has, pulling piss out of you. Has Bianca seen the the video on YouTube about how to deal with a bully? The black and white video. I uh, don't know. It's brilliant. Um, it's basically this 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 guy. He looks like a nerd. Um, but he's obviously doing a seminar in a school and he gets this girl up on stage to bully him. Yeah. Um, and he shows the the different the two different ways you can handle bullying. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Has she seen that? I think she has. Yeah. <clears throat> but but there's a, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on around yeah. there. But, um, but yeah, man, it's a real thing. That's, that's what punching down. That's my jokes that are punching down, landing on a minority, someone that's perceived in a worse situation than you are, or think it comes across as belittling and bullying. Yeah. That's why punching down isn't funny. It, it, but it depends. It, it does. Yeah. It, it's, comedy is subjective. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes, because because like two, two out of three it, times I've it, done that set, it's gone really well. And then last night in a particularly sensitive area, yeah, it hasn't gone. Know that your well. audience as well, though, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, yeah. I'm not gonna do rape and pedophile jokes to you know the old people's home. No. You know? Do you know what? I'd do That's- them down in Quinana though. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Footy, footy clubs. Yeah. Yep. No worries. Know your audience. Yeah. Um, so that's why Fremantle? I'm on- Not so much. No. 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 That's why I'm working on some um, some more Michael McIntyre type material at the moment. A bit more family friendly. Yeah. Rather than- You need to get a suit. You reckon? <laughs> 
I could yeah, do it man. in a suit. I was pretty dressed up last night. Were you? Yeah. Have you white jeans on? White jeans. <laughs> Blue button-up shirt. Do, 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 is, is, that, is that the key? Is that like you just hop up on stage in your white jeans and, you go, and white. everyone just goes... <laughs> I always make reference to it, hey? Look at this guy. I, I don't, at at, uh, at Quinana the other week, I got on stage and I'm like, yeah, Quinana, how you going? White pants, am I right? <laughs> and everyone beats you up. Everyone was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate, you're wearing white pants. Yeah. Yeah. I um I got told off once, um, the Narragin, the Narragin Inn in Armadale, uh, probably the big one, it's a bikey pub. Um, I... Um, I I wear business casual clothing to work. I I work in professional services and um, in IT. And um, so, you know, I'm wearing a business shirt and and black pants. Um, And I was meeting a mate there for a drink um, uh, after work one day and I thought, no, I can't wear this to walk into the Narragin Inn. I've got to go home and get changed. So I put on like, you know, just like a jumper and some some normal jeans Mm -hmm. and went to the Narragin Inn. And your Gypsy Joker's vest. Um, no, no, no. Just, 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 just normal jeans and and a, and a jumper, and walked in there, and everyone took the piss out of me and said, "What are you all fucking dressed up for, man?" <laughs> <laughs> so fuck, man. I purposely dressed down for this shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Black black so, jeans and Jim Bean t shirt apparently is the dress code for correct. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. got if it hasn't got a skull on it, mm. you're overdressed. Yeah, if if it's not advertising some kind of booze or um yep. or or death metal rock band or yeah or, yeah. or motorsport mm. team. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no, forget about it. You're not going to fit in yeah. ever. Yeah. So we've um we've both had pretty shitty weeks. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Or, or, but, but, Talking to your microphone, mine. Is that, there is you that better? Yeah, Sorry. you got headphones on. Can you not hear it? No, I was fine. Can you not hear it when you're slowly like driving the microphone away from your house? Oh, wow. Well, well, no, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't, didn't notice it. <laughs> so we've um, we've both had pretty shitty weeks. I, I like that your reason is is for genuine, um, genuine pretty serious reasons. And yeah. my shitty week was out of pure stupidity on my behalf. Like, real bad. Like, <laughs> oh, I am I almost feel sorry for you. Oh, really? <laughs> nah, nah. Like, I've got, nah, I've got it to wear it because it was just dumb. So, um... I'm taking it that this is to do with a young lass that you'd been on a few dates with. Yeah, she asked me not to use her name. Um, Fair enough. So, out I've, of fairness, I've been, I've been asked to do that as well. Yeah, out of fairness, we're going to call her Susan. And <laughs> <laughs> bugger her. Um... <laughs> Wait. And uh, and this is our first lawsuit. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus! Yeah, because all the people that she knows will be listening to this podcast. Yeah, um, she'll probably be listening to um, this podcast. But so, but but so this was this was this was a little bit strange because um, mm. uh, you were a little bit apprehensive about even going on a, a first date. Yeah, with this yeah. Um, 
and and because we were actually gonna gonna get together because we missed doing we normally get together on a Friday night to record the podcast every two weeks. Yeah. Um, but Valentine's Day um, yep. landed on a Friday. By the way, right? May I just say I am the best boyfriend in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. like so underappreciated. Yeah. Like I, I, I went all out. Yeah, I bought my lovely girlfriend flowers, mm-hmm. uh, wrapped them up, put bow bow on it, and and and, and ribbon <laughs> and everything. Um, you know, and and and, and yeah. I didn't didn't just get one type of flower. I I, I gave her both plain and self raising. And you know, she, she she unwrapped both of them. She she appreciated it somewhat, not not quite as much as I was hoping. Um, I don't think she appreciated <laughs> that you were filming her unwrapping them. <laughs> I did check with her before I posted that on social media. She she let me, she goes, yeah, okay, go Fine. on, go on, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> let you and your mates yuck it up at your dumb dad jokes. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, but I, I, the most romantic thing ever. I, um, I took her up to um, the Perth Observatory. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lovely picnic lunch um, meal to have there, uh, which we didn't get to get because <laughs> we were running very late. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, and got to look at stars and and walk around in the dark, holding hands and little kisses and stuff like that. And she described. You know, how would you describe... If you're going to use an adjective to describe a night like that, what, what word would you use? Gross. <laughs> if you were a woman and you were going to describe that night, you would say it was... Delightful. Romantic. Romantic. Lovely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Moist. She... <laughs> no, probably not moist. Um, that would be She described result. it as educational. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, that was oh. a fucking waste of money. Oh, my God, Rob. You're, <laughs> that was, that you're was, so good at teaching me things. <laughs> that was so educational. Now I know how many stars and the names that I can't pronounce. That was fantastic. Yeah. Now, in fairness to her, um, the guys that run the Perth Observatory, those guys love what they do. Mm. And they went all out Did explaining they? everything that they've not, they've learnt over the past 20 years of their lives about... Um, uh, the solar system and 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 um, astrology and whatever else they and um, they bunked it all into an hour uh, to us. It was uh, it was very educational. They they <laughs> genuinely missed the fact that you were only there to get laid. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was uh, it was very cool. And and she she didn't quite get. Yet. She just thought, oh, this is very nice. It was educational stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's meant to be romantic. Like, stargazing. And I said to her, look around. There's couples holding hands and kissing. And she goes, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, stars, dark. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Anyway. Mood lighting. Yeah. So I suck at doing romantic things, apparently. All of, all of her friends thought it was romantic. She checked it in. Yeah. Your girlfriend's, but, but, your girlfriend's very stoic, though. <laughs> She is. She's. She's. Uh, she's. She's. She's awesome. Like she. She is. If your. If your house is burning is, down. Yeah. She's the one keeping her shit together while you. you she know, is amazing. Push like over that. children and old women <laughs> to get to the exit. We are very different people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's fantastic. Um. Uh. 
but yeah, no, nah, she, uh, she, she. But but in in fairness to her, it it was very edu- educational. It was it was it was amazing. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, we missed the Friday night, and we were going to catch up the other week and to record the podcast. And um, you said you had a date planned, and you were sort I, of having second thoughts. And I, I, we yeah, I called you, didn't phone. I? We yeah, spoke, yeah. I, I, and, I, and I said, dude, go, man. Let it be practice on yeah, dating. You know, you did. And, yeah, you, and 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 let it be practice in being honest with her too. It's like if you're not into us, say hello. I had a lovely evening. Yeah, but you know, we're not suited, and um, wish you all the best and good luck. But that's not quite what happened. Nah, nah. We went on a we went on this date on the. What was it? it was on the Monday, the Monday before, and I'd I'd called you and and gone. I'm just getting a bit of a getting a bit of a a bitch vibe. I think was the was the term I used. And I went on the date, and it actually went really really well. Like, yeah, we've like the amount I had in common with this this girl um, was just ridiculous. Like like weird shit. Like we drive the same car and. We we're both. Oh, you both drive girls' cars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're. Uh, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, uh, oh, hang on, no, no, not that one. Uh, this one's for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're um we're both left-handed for writing and spreading toast, but uh, sorry, left-handed for writing and spread, spreading toast, but right-handed for everything else. Really. I, yeah, yeah, a little bit, oh, no. a little kind of ambidextrous. Yeah, okay, but it's like left-handed for certain things. Oh, all right, um, like like it just it, Sa- like the list goes like, on. Sounds and like on. destiny to me, man. Um, sounds were, like it was meant to be. Yeah, nah. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, it sounds like she, she was, was the, the one. one. I've just been waiting to hit that. How button. much <laughs> you've been waiting? You've been waiting for that for so long. Uh, no, nah, it went really well. Um, we were we were out till oh we got back to mine at like eleven o'clock, and she came in for a glass of water. Yep, and 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 she said, "Oh my gross, oh my, oh my, oh my goodness, you live in this disgusting mess." Yep, and she, she, she fell on the she, bed, and she's like, "Oh, I'm falling, I can't get up. Can you help me?" And you know. <laughs> Why does your why does your ensuite smell like a <laughs> city car park stairwell? <laughs> nah, it went it went well, and she was um, she was really nice, and and I really liked her, and I still do really like her. Yeah. Um, um, and and you, uh, we were going to catch up again to yep. do the podcast. Yeah. And you said, well, no, because I'm still with this young lass, yeah. and you were having a great time. Yeah. And that was like less than a week ago. Yeah. What the fuck it, happened? It just stopped. Like it was it just come to a grinding halt. Like I've Why? Like, it's weird, man. Like I've I've been really good at keeping my guard up ever since the ex wife. Yeah. You know, I've been very, very meticulous and and, and you know very analytical when it comes to women and all of that just went out the door with this chick. You were like, oh, doesn't matter. She's the one. Oh, not that bad, but yeah, like, I felt pretty hard in a week. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. So- I, I'm, I'm 100% been there. <laughs> yep. 
I know exactly what you mean. So we like we spent a, a like a really cool um, Saturday night together where we it started out with board games and just learning all about each other. I learned her deep dark secrets. Yeah. Um, I let a few of mine out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we ended up going to the pub after that and meeting up with some of her, <laughs> with some of her ex boyfriends' parents. Who she was still close with, apparently. Oh yeah. Um, there, <laughs> okay. There was there was a that, no- that, that's a little bit odd. There was a number of red flags that I, I think I was purposely not looking at. Yeah. Um, like the fact she talked about her ex boyfriends a lot. It was it was almost the only thing she had to talk about. Um, she was a her, her ex boyfriend was the only thing. That there she was had. Uh, well, her, her, the well the. Multiple ex-boyfriends seem right. to, to be her her only thing to talk about. Okay, she got an extra grind. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I don't know how much I can go into it. Basically, um, we were out on Saturday night. She promised me that she would never smoke in front of me. She's an ex-smoker who only smokes when she's very drunk. Mm-hmm. We ended up in Fremantle somehow, um, and. <laughs> As we were getting those nights are the best. <laughs> it would have been good. As we were... somehow we ended up in Fremantle. Where did the date start? Um, oh, at her house playing board games, and and somehow you just ended up. In we Fremantle. ended up in Fremantle nice. somehow. That mate, I miss those nights. I haven't had a night like that in ages. They're great. So we're standing there waiting for the Uber, and I turn around, and she's standing in front of me with a cigarette, punching a dart. Asking if I want some. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And I knock it out of her hand and stomp on it. Because I I, I don't know. It might have been overreacting, but I hate smoking. Oh, motherfucker. You went Tyrone on her ass. I went high full. (laughs) I'm Tyrone. Yeah. I, yeah. I nailed it. Man, I'd never felt so manly in my life. Just like, get that shit out of my face. I'm glad that you got that reference. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tyrone. I'm Tyrone. I don't know know if everybody else will get that one. There there was this this meme going around for this dude. I'm following him on Facebook, man. The dude's a frigging... He's loose, eh? He's a loose unit. Um, he would just walk around the hood, yeah. walking up to people, punching darts, yeah. and you know, sitting there just casually having a having a smoke, you know, relaxing. And he would just walk up. He, you know, he's a, he's a big, he's huge, muscly like powerlifter, big yeah. black dude. He looks scary as shit. Yeah, you know, if he came up to me and he said, "Why are you staring at me?" Yeah. I would just fucking run. But, I wouldn't even ask but questions. That, but that's not what he'd say. Either, he'd go, either that, I'm Tyrone. Either, <laughs> either, either that or I would shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he he just like walks up to these people, you know, just relaxing, enjoying a cigarette, walks up and goes, I'm Tyrone, stop that. And he's like smack, like seriously, like full on smack the cigarette out of their hand yep. and tell them, you know, to, to stop smoking, basically. I, I went. He's f- an advocate for a quit. <laughs> <laughs> I went full Tyrone on this chick's ass. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably not good. So, like, yeah, within <laughs> within three hours of making a, a like was she a, was she being cheeky? 
or was it a pure you know like what it she was, was just it was a mix between um testing how far I could go and self sabotage on her behalf on her behalf and you lent right into that self sabotage and you went fuck yeah I'll have some of that Cut me a slice of that well, self-sabotage well, cake. We'll, we'll get into this because she actually let's found it. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get ready. Hang on. <laughs> let's get ready, ready to, to rumble. <laughs> I'm so sad that I, I pointed that button out here. <laughs> Twice in the one podcast, man. <laughs> Saturday. 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 Monster Saturday. truck. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so um, she actually found it quite, um, quite masculine and 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 assertive. You know, that actually turned her on a bit. You know, ah, okay. So that gives you a hint about where this is going. I think. Yeah. Um, the night after, so we spent all of uh huh. <laughs> Sunday, as we're a little bit hungover, I took her to meet Christy. Mate, you are a fucking idiot. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> you, mate, you hopped on the self-sabotage express line yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. And rode that motherfucker yeah. all the way to town. Yeah. Well so we're, done. We are basically married <laughs> after a week. Yeah. I've <laughs> met her family. Know. She's met my family. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just stupid. I yeah, um, so we're lying in bed. Wow, on Sunday night, right? Yeah. So I spent Saturday and Sunday night. Like my gut was telling me just just spend the night to yourself, dude. I ignored my gut for a full week. Right, my gut is giving me solid advice the whole way through, and I'm just following my dick like a champion. Yeah. What was there an emotional pull? Towards her, um, yeah, um, because you already said like you really like her, yeah, yeah, and you still do, yeah, 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 yeah. But I know know that feeling. And it. Do you remember? Do you remember? I told you the story about you know I was in the in the bar with this girl. She had MS. The MS chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and she was cracking onto the bartender right in front of me on our date. And I was like, oh my god, I love you so much. Yeah. A little bit of that going on? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's almost well the same story. We're laying in bed Sunday night and um, just chatting, talking about different stuff. And all of a sudden, her phone goes off, right? A, a, a Facebook message. Um, and she looks at it and she goes, oh, it's Jason. He's going to want a booty call. And your dick got so fucking hard. You like, you were ringing up. You were ringing up the jewelry store, saying, "You know that ring I've had on hold. <laughs> I'm gonna need that today." <laughs> and <laughs> I look at her, man. I look at her, and I'm like, "Oh, should we send him a selfie of us both in bed?" And she was like, "No, no, 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 no. Um, I don't want to. I." I don't want to burn this guy because he's at my gym and I have to see him every day. And also, he broke up with his girlfriend because she was a bit fat. So I want to punish him. Right. Right. So 
I'm sitting there and she re- she she replies back to this guy. So the, the message she got was yo. Y O. Oh man, he's a Chad. Proper Chad. Whoa. Proper bad boy, yeah. Dude. Um, um so she back and fuck, forth. Fuck boy, I think. F- fuck boy. A hundred percent. That was the that was the word in my head. Fuck, fuck boy. boy. Um, so she backs and back I was and forth. a fuck boy for a while. I'd love to do it. Oh, it's good fun. Is it? How do you do it? I've got no I idea. I don't know, man. I was in the zone. Right. Okay. He, he was only for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the longest you've ever had self-confidence. <laughs> By a mile. <laughs> If you get three minutes a day, that's a that's a like if good get three day. minutes in a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so she's she's back and forth, and this guy eventually gets to, hey, should I come over? And I'm like, right, this is where she's gonna tell him, right? Nah. I I look over and go, how are you gonna respond? And she writes, oh, it's really late, probably not tonight. And I'm like. Isn't that the bit where you tell him you're seeing someone and no. it's not a good time? Because, Jared, you'd been on two dates. Two man. dates, I know, I know. You are not seeing her. Nah. It is just dating. Yeah. You're getting to know each other. Yep. Getting to see those things and stuff like that. Yep. And, th- th- yeah, man. And, and this is- So should, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But you got sucked in. Yeah. She got through. Why did you get sucked in? It, uh, it's pure desperation, I think. You are <clears throat> desperation. How? You just hadn't been laid for a while. Nah, nah, it's not you, that. You need a woman in your life. It's more that. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need someone to I complete need, you. Yeah, I thought I was over that. I thought I was dealing with that pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Um. Where, but why, what, what were her attributes that you were like, ah, she's the piece of my heart that's missing. What, what was her attributes that? I don't know how far I can go into that. Without crying? No, without, um, without sharing some things that I shouldn't share. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah. Do you know what it was? She showed me her vulnerable side. You know, she showed me a massive vulnerability and that was it. I was done. Yeah, okay. I, I, I ran out of that house. I went into a phone booth. I, I put my Superman cape on and I ran and back in jocks, there and I'm like... jocks over the top. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I can save her. I can save her. Yeah. Yeah. And... Do you know what? I wasn't going to talk about this, but fuck it. Yeah. We're here now. Yep. Um, this, this is like, I, I've, I just had such an epiphany mm. um, with my kids, my, my two eldest children going through some shit mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of weeks. It's been hard for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> my daughter experiencing bullying uh, at high school and, and, and helping her through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
seeing her inconsolable and, and crying. Um, and also uh, my son. I uh, haven't really spoken to him in a month mm-hmm. um, because uh, in me trying to help him to push past some things that he's doing in his life that aren't helpful mm-hmm. and get him to knuckle down on you know things that he should concentrate on like um, school and uh, things like that um, I'm now a big baddie and and, mm-hmm. and, and and what that plays into is the whole victim mindset right um, when you have a victim mindset <clears throat> there's three roles this is this is um, classic psychology described as the victim triangle victim mindset and also um, the drama triangle. Right. And this is why Home and Away is still on. This is why Neighbours still on the TV. Uh, because everyone loves a good drama. It sucks you in. It's like, have you, have you ever sat down and flicked on the TV and just like, ah, oh, fuck, I just want, just want to be mindless and sit down. And you're flicking there and you're like, you're, you're, you flick on the Neighbours and you're like, fuck this shit. And you just leave it on while, I'm in it while you're sort of getting settled and getting your dinner ready on your plate. And you're like, oh, fuck, I dropped a couple of baked beans. i got to go get some towel and fucking, oh, no, I'll just get the dog to lick it up instead. And you're doing all that and you're sort of like, like half listening. And then all of a sudden you've watched a full episode. And you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. And we just get drawn into it, sucked into it. And basically, there's three roles. You have a victim. That's uh, someone who's being attacked, persecuted, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have a persecutor, the person mm-hmm. doing the persecuting. And then you have a rescuer, someone who comes in and saves the day. Mm. Um, and all these things can not necessarily be people, but they can be situations. So I had this this lass um, that I was deeply attracted to. Her persecutor was MS. Her persecutor yep. was drug addictions. Her persecutor was a um, husband that didn't forgive her for cheating on him. <laughs> uh, she was the victim and I was the rescuer. And... Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I I grew up in that that situation where that was that was the the act that was played out all yep. through my thing. So that was normal. That was familiar to me, right? Yep. And there is a safety in familiarity, right? This what? is why we stay in our tribe. What was that word? Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> familiarity. No. You say it. Familiarity. Familiarity. No. Larity. I'm there's, saying larity. There's, there's, no, familiar- there's no L. Arity. Familiarity. Yeah. Familiarity. No, that's the wrong word. <laughs> familiarity. <laughs> oh, this is great. It's definitely not familiarity. <clears throat> Go on. I know someone else that likes to pick on the way I pronounce words and um, she'll be having a field day listening <laughs> to this. Um, is it... Okay. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, it, there, there's safety in what's familiar to us, yeah. right? Um, and even if it's bad for us, um, shit for us, whatever, it's just, ah, this is a shit game, yeah. but we know how to play it. Yeah. Why? You know, right? Yeah. You know the card game, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible game, right? But everyone knows how to play it, right? It's simple. Everyone knows how to play it. Yeah. You go to any kind of party, like, oh, let, let's play Canasta. Let's play friggin' Jim Rummy. Let's play <laughs> friggin' all these other card games. And I'm like, I don't know. Let's just play Uno. Yeah. Right? And we just do it because it's familiar. It's yeah. a shit game. It's dumb. But we all know how to play it. We all know the rules. 
it's nice and easy so yeah. everyone plays it yeah we do the same thing in our lives yeah things may not be the best situation whatever but it's like familiar ah this is what I grew up in I know how this system works I can just jump right in there yeah it's shit yeah it's crap but I know at least I know how to play this game if I'm actually in a good relationship um, I never saw that demonstrated growing up I don't know how that works um, that's kind of scary because I yep. don't know how a good relationship works yep um, so we shy away from that and we just go to what's familiar yep yeah. So, what you just described works on both levels, yep. right? So, for me, I don't think I'll mention her in this podcast because there's still a chance we could ding her name out. <laughs> um, for me, she was my mother. Um, she was very much like my mother. Yeah. Yep. Um, but for her... I was that security and positive relationship that she's never had and never been attracted to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's in, that's that's interesting. You should bring that up. I've had a revelation. Yeah. Um, so so it's not only that, but these roles can change, right? But it's still the same game, right? Um, so for inst- my instance, sometimes I was the rescuer. Sometimes I was the persecutor. You know, Robert, why are you doing this? You always do this. You always m- make me embarrassed. You know, sometimes I was the uh, the victim. Oh, those poor kids. That's all oh, right. Mummy's here for you. Right? Whoa. So, so all these all these different roles, and it was the same game all the time, but the roles changed. Yeah, right? they swapped around. You yep. know, we. Um, uh, now I'm just just trying to find um, find uh, this little uh, YouTube video. Um, of um, of something because I I I wanna I wanna um I wanna play this because I'm just oh, this is not gonna play all of it. So, so I've just picked quite my son up from school, witnessed a bullying episode, rang the principal, and I want people to know, parents, as teachers, this is the effect that Give bullying me a has. I'm gonna do it though. This is what bullying does. So can you please... Now, that's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. And in no way am I trying to make light of this. Like, There's a nine-year-old kid that's suicidal, and that's fucked, mm. right? But what I what I noticed in this video, which no... I, I And I've actually gone looking. Mm. No one's noticed what's really the roles of the victim triangle that are, that are playing out here. Right. There's a little kid here, Right. Um, that is a victim. He's a victim of bullying. Yep. And that's shit, right? But the way that his mum's reacting, mm. I don't think is helpful mm-hmm. to the kid. Yep. I think it's just reinforcing his victimhood. Yep. She's saying, these people are to blame. These people are um, bullying my son. We need to do something. We need a rescuer. We need a rescuer to save... Um, my son mm-hmm. and lots of other people, um, uh, comedian um, mm-hmm. and, and lots of other famous people have stepped in, um, uh, raised funds to send him to Disneyland and stuff like that. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, you know, it, that's a nice thing to do. Mm. But really, what's the long-term effects of that, mm. right? How, how is that going to build this kid's self-esteem? You, you know? basically just, and again, we're not 
you know, we're sympathetic to what he's been through, but yep. giving him $650,000 because he was bullied is just reinforcing the fact that to be successful, you need to be a victim. Yeah. And, and, and the way that his mum plays it out is, is that there, there is a persecutor and we need a rescuer. Yeah. Um, I think the person that came closest to a, to a good response mm-hmm. was actually Hugh Jackman. Clayton, you are stronger than you know, mate. And no matter what, you've got a friend in me. So everyone, let's please be kind to each other. Bullying, bullying is not okay. Period. Like- um, the first thing he said there, I'm just going to play that again, right? The, just the beginning bit. This is a really different way to respond to these situations. And, and, and I'm really impressed that someone came so close. Uh, well, well, someone, someone responded in a different way. And I love this. Love these guys. Uh, these these guys. With- and no matter what. Hang on. Have- let me wind up. Qu- Quaden, you are stronger than you know, yeah. mate. And no matter what. You've got a friend in me. You are stronger than you know, and you've got a friend in me. Yep. There's no victim blaming. Yep. There's no persecutor. There's no rescuer. Mm-hmm. That's someone that's looking at a different dynamic dynamic of walking alongside someone who's going through a hard time mm-hmm. and going, you know what, dude? You're strong. You can do this, and I'm here for you. Yep. I'm going to walk alongside you and help you. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. That is a completely different mindset called a creator mindset mm. where instead of a victim you have a creator so a victim says i'm um i am at the mercy of my circumstances my circumstances are against me there's nothing i can do about my circumstances i need someone else i need fairy godmother to come in and save me a creator says i create my own circumstances and i can make yeah. things different for myself and i can move forward and make things different right uh, instead of a persecutor you have a challenger right so there, it's it's not fun. It's not a nice experience to go through. It's a challenge, mm. but it's something that you can move through and walk through, uh, um, and and have your head held high. And as Hugh Jackman said, you're stronger than you know. Yeah, you you can hold your head high. You you can work through this. This this is this is a good thing. And um, and lastly, instead of a um, a, a, a rescuer, you have a coach. Mm. So someone doesn't fix the problem for you. You're not waiting for someone to fix the problem for you. You have a coach that's, that's walking alongside you going, come on, mate. Yeah, you can do it, dude. Just, you know, keep walking one more step, one more step. You do it like, you know, like the DJ Khalid kind of motivational, you know, and another one and another one, uh, you know. I, 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 what was the reference I got before that you were quoting? Oh, the, the Tyrone, Tyrone one. Yeah, yeah. I don't get the DJ Khaled one. <laughs> the only know. thing I know about DJ Khaled is that he screams remix at the start of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so DJ Khalid did a whole bunch of uh bunch of motivational um uh motivational uh motivational stuff as well. Uh let me see if I can find it quickly. Yeah, here we go. You smart. You very smart. You smart. You we smart. the best. You a genius. <laughs> I love that guy. So I, I illiterate. <laughs> you, were, you were genius. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Loyal. P-R-E-S-I-A-T. I appreciate you. I changed a lot. A lot. You, you can, can too. too. 
Yeah, man, I listen to this a lot. <laughs> he sounds like Shia LaBeouf. Oh, mate, he's he's great. Win, 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 no matter what. Them doors that was closed, I ripped the doors off and took the hinges off. And when I took the hinges off, I put the hinges in the f- boy's hands. Yeah, in the f- boy hands. I don't even understand what he's talking about. <laughs> You told me that the the hinges in the boy's hands, man. If that doesn't motivate you to hit the gym tomorrow, I don't know what will. You told me, (laughs) right, (laughs) that the subtle art of not giving a fuck was shallow. Mm -hmm. And then you play that (laughs) shit. No, this is is definitely on the same page as that book. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. If that, like... This is some Tony Robbins shit, man. If... If... If Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck is shallow, he's like hovering above the water. Dude, I'm playing this for comedic effect. (laughs) I'm going like right over the top with the coaching thing, right? But um, hang on. Let's... Let's see. You what, is smart. Hang on. You know, I, I took the whole door off and the hinges and I put it in the boy's hand. <laughs> he took the door off and put it in the boy's hands too. Hope it doesn't crush the poor kid. <laughs> you could put the hinges on the hands too. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, Jared. You can put the hinges on the boy's hands too. Never give up. Never surrender. Put this money in your savings account. Yeah, put this money in your savings account. Buy your mama a house. Buy your whole family houses. With the $2 in your savings account. (laughs) How much money are you getting for these hinges? This next part of the video is when you're doing push-ups or you're doing sit-ups, whatever. Let's get it. Another one. Hang on. Another one. Hang on. Another one. Can I stop now? Another one. What about now? Can I stop? Another one. Oh, can I stop now, though? It's hurting. And another one. Can I stop now? It's hurting. And another one. Oh, it's really hurting. Can I stop? Yeah, no, I can stop now. There you go. Isn't... DJ Khaled a big fat guy? Yeah. Who's never done a push-up ever. <laughs> that's why he that's why he only says another one four times. <laughs> that's his max, man. That's his personal best. <laughs> Do you know those YouTubers? Uh, I think it's H3N3 or whatever the fuck they are. They actually went to DJ Khaled's. They just rocked up at his house in like Florida. Right. And he was having a big cook-up. And I'm looking at the shit that dude's eating. I'm like, fucking Jesus, yeah. man. I'm, he's hun- got, I'm hungry. <laughs> he's got chicken wings in front of him like, another one. <laughs> another one. And this like cheese, potato, bacon stuff. Oh, my God. It was. It reminded me of growing up in Spearwood. It was amazing. <laughs> Good it was old amazing. Spearwood cooker. It was like, it was like, I, th- I thought there was like 500 people coming around his house. No, it was just his family <laughs> for lunch. You know, five people. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. But yeah, anyway, getting anyway. Like, um, going back serious for a second. But that mindset of, of of instead of, you know, having someone to try and fix it for you, but have someone like Hugh Jackman did, say, hey, dude, you got a friend of me, man. You're yep. stronger than you realize. You can do this. That is a vastly different response to so, bullying, to the, the victim mindset than anything else. Yeah. And that's something that I've had to learn in relationships as well. And um, 
I've learned through trial and error too is not to fix things. Yeah. And just go, you know what? That's 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 your problem. Yeah. Um not in a sarcastic way, but just go, you know what? Yeah. That's that's your thing to deal with. And that sucks. And yep. sympathize with them. Go, you know what, that that's tough. That sucks. You know? Um but and, you can and do just it. sit there and listen to them and go, you know, yeah, you can do it. Mm. You know, I've been through similar circumstances mm. and I've got through it. And if I can do it, you can do it too. Mm. And just be um, a support, a coach. So, and and amazingly, as I've learned to self differentiate and be my own person instead of enmeshing, enmeshing. Oh, this is some family system psychology going on now. Um, self differentiation. If 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 you are stuck in any kind of um, relationship thing where you you're constantly in bad relationships, you can't get out of them. Definitely something to start looking up is self differentiation. Um, right. not enmeshing yourself in a relationship with someone else but being your own separate person that can share moments with another person right powerful powerful stuff I've got to look at that yeah um, but um, learn how to to, to, to be self-differentiating and go you know what that's 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 your thing mm. and, and and you know what if, if you want some help you know you, you can ask for it but I'm not going to do it for you I can walk alongside you I can do it with you I can help you but I'm going to fix it for you that's mm. your problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got my own problems, and, and this is some of the things that I did. Now this is going to get fucking really real. I noticed that sometimes when I was doing that and fixing other people's problems, it was to take my mind off that mm. I wasn't looking after my own shit, right? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, my own life is a mess, but to ignore that. And, and make me feel good about myself and all the shit that I'm not doing and that all the stuff that I'm not taking responsibility for. I'm going to fix up your shit instead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like paying your car registration, Jared. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had the funniest phone call from you. Oh, a we don't talk about this. That's all right because um, oh. two two months before that, I had the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at us. That was a great story. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. They had a state of origin game in the football tonight. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like, sport, Jared. A <laughs> hey, um um uh. I um, uh, I, I was going to bring something up. I think it's a little bit. I don't think after all this stuff, I can I can bring up that story. Um, about yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I can tell that one. All right, but um, uh, I did um talking about bad box odor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and and what a sheltered um, what a sheltered uh, sexual literacy um, I had growing up in a staunchly religious household. Um, I was reminded of a story um, on from two things. Um, one, um, uh, we were talking about things and a. Um, uh, this this was a, this is a story that I can't really tell. Um, but 
I'm, I'm going to see if I can allude to it. it. It was it was extremely liberating for me. Basically, I was talking with someone that I met out. I don't know them. Uh, they were just with a group of people, and and we got chatting together. And and this person was saying, this is a, a young lass, and she was saying that that she had um, intimacy uh, with someone uh, very well known, uh, famous somewhat, uh, someone that um, you know everyone would look up, look up to, and there was a very big sexual faux pas that happened in the bedroom. Um, and this guy did not handle it. This famous person did not handle it well and just sort of ignored it and rolled over and just pretended nothing happened. Um, <clears throat> I know it sounds weird and it's hard to think, but... Can you be more specific? No. <laughs> but but basically, some, something, something, you know, shit happened in the bedroom. <laughs> That's not the key word. Their shit is not the key word. But anyway... Was it something very, stuff? Something very, very... Um, Embarrassing happened, right. and and he, he just totally ignored it and, yeah. and, and and moved right on. And I was like, I was I found that so empowering because I always looked up the famous people. And I thought, dude, they got their fucking lives together, mm. you know. They got everything sorted out, man. You know, um, these movie stars, these singers, they're like banging all the chicks, man. They're like the biggest dudes ever, you know. And and this dude. Had something, you know, which I, if it happened to me in the bedroom now, I'll fucking piss myself laughing and go, dude, that was that's fucking hilarious. I've never, never happened to me before, <laughs> right? Um, and and his I've, testicles and explode or something, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I and I was just like, man, I would I, now. I, I'm by no means a famous person. I'm a dude from Armadale. Yeah. I'm a single dad, open mic comic. Yeah, you know. Uh, going through a divorce and and separation and stuff in family yeah. court, yeah. you know, with four kids, one of whom will not speak to me at the moment. Yeah. You know, I've far got my life together. Don't forget, but then to go to realize that these these people that I look up to, thinking like they've got all their shit together, they mm. everything in their life is perfect. Uh, if only my life was like them. To hear that story, and I go, dude, I would handle that situation like just automatically so much better from that. Yeah. And just go, dude, you know what? We're all just people, man. Yeah. We we all have our own little insecurity. No one's got their shit figured out. No. No one's got their stuff together. No. Everything's fucking hard. Yeah. Just different areas and different things, man. Yeah. You know? I can't act. I can't sing. But I can, you know, turn an embarrassing moment in the bedroom into something funny. That's a song. Is it? It is now. I can't <laughs> I can't dance. I can't sing. I'm a just... Oh, it's Genesis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <it's a> Genesis. <laughs> Only thing about me is the way that I walk. Yeah, well, that's our yeah. intro song this week, there obviously. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys finish last is not going to happen. No. <laughs> and that was such a pitiful, like, based on your little gross. breakup story. It was, it was gross, just like, that was a pity party. Pity party. Yeah. No. You got a friend in me. <laughs> You're tougher than you know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you, Jackman. Yeah, want to be my friend? But, 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 like context, man. Like that fucking what a champion, right? I fucking yeah. I've got so that's, much respect. That's how to handle shit. That's how to handle shit, right? You, you're not you're not saying <clears throat> that the shit you know that he's a poor victim and no, come here and mm-hmm. everything's gonna be all right. I'll take it as easy. This land, it's like, no, dude, that fucking sucks. But yeah. you're stronger than you know. Yeah. You can get through it. You yeah. can push through this, man. 
you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I'll be your friend and I'll walk alongside you. That's the shit. That mother didn't handle that well, did she? <clears throat> at all. Uh, um, no. Exposing their, a child their... who's been bullied to the internet. Now, 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 now. I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to make her into a persecutor either. Yeah. I, I, I'm very cautious that I want to avoid the victim triangle here too. Mm. Um, she is doing the best that she knows how to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's it's, it's 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 not necessarily an excuse for whatever. I'm I, I, I and and I'm just highlighting this that. In the context of of that issue that happened, as fucked up as it is, mm. I looked at that and I went, you know what? There's something to learn here. Yeah. When 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 shit goes down, you can play the victim and you can go, someone please rescue me. Mm. It's not fair. It's hard. Um, I need someone else to to help me. Or you can go, you know what? I'm strong. I can fucking deal with this shit. I can yep. fucking move move along. Everything's gonna be all right. This is gonna make me into a better person. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like uh, when you bomb uh, at the Comedy Factory in Fremantle for t- saying fat jokes. You can go, you know what? I'm strong. I'm I can strong. move past this. I can move past this. I, I can tell this to a better audience. <laughs> That's not the lesson that you need to take away from this, man. I'm, I, I am working on some uh, some some um, uh, Capital City friendly material. And I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy I- with it. I uh, look, you know, we're gonna wrap up in a in a minute. But mm. um, I um, one thing I I I had a little little epiphany. Like I've been reading reading some books on comedy, uh, which, funnily enough, when when we opened the show, the the little audio book that I was playing is actually a book on comedy. It's not yeah. some dirty swingers it's, book. It, it was the <laughs> it was the swingers bible. <laughs> No, it really chapter four it, it verse really, it three really was one. a book on comedy. Funnily enough, um, uh, uh, and and I've learned a couple of things. And and I did this joke. I posted on Facebook two things almost straight after each other. One was a little video that I thought was hilarious. Um, uh, it was it was great. It was basically an Asian guy um, turning to his mate, um, opening his wide eyes up. Uh, really, yeah. really, really wide, and um, turns to his friend and he says, uh, uh, I'm, "I'm not going to be able to find it now. Hang on. Yep. Let's see. Let's see if I can. Uh, let's see if I can actually play it." Turns to his mate and says, "Hey, Bobby. Look, look. I'm American. I think I'll use my credit card. <laughs> Do you guys have anything non-dairy?" <laughs> And I thought that was hilarious. I was, I was like pissing myself laughing. Right? Um, yet no one reacted to that. You know, no one, no one thought that was funny. And then I followed it up with just a text joke. Yeah. Uh, that was just basically says, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic, right? Um, in fact, I'm, I'm such an empath that I get riddled with guilt just taking a spud shed keep bag into coals. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that one went down to treat. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, you know what? Um, it's, it's. I think I've, we're past that point now where the shit that we find funny, as as air quotes comedians, yep, <laughs> is now different from what the general population thinks is funny. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's a hard thing to extract. So, so like sometimes you go to comedy gigs, right? Yep. And you, have you noticed that sometimes like there's jokes that the comics on stage say. And the only people that are laughing are the, com- are the comics, are the com- comics right? yeah. uh, sitting at the back of the room, 
<laughs> wetting themselves. They reckon um, they reckon Joey Diaz, the American comedian. I don't know if you've seen him, but he is known for writing jokes for the comedians. He'll do a whole set just to make the comedians, comedians laugh, at the bar. And, yeah. and the whole crowd will just be sitting silent. Yeah, um, uh, especially like the perfect example. I can't, was it Squirly that yeah. did that joke about punching down? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> and punching down is a term that we use when the punchline lands on someone that's at, at a lower minority than you, somewhat better. We, 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 we talked about it at the beginning of the show, right? It's bullshit. Right. No, it's a real thing. It's yeah, fucking bullying, it's, right? It's, it's a social and construct. He's, he and he started telling jokes about his Down syndrome brother, <laughs> right? And, and like he only barely got away with it because it was his brother, right? Yeah. And and he said, nah, look, you can't tell that joke. It's punching down. Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and all the comics lost their shit. And all the punters in the audience just looked around going, what? Yeah, what? Because punching, I don't think punching down's a common term. He's a genius. Squirrely, Squirrely performed at the Quinana show. Yeah. Um, and he did this. He did this joke about um, about how to recognise a transsexual by their behaviour in the in the toilet in the men's oh, toilet. Fucking Jesus, man! Oh my god, I lost my shit. It was so good. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And well, the Quinana crowd confirmed. They're my yeah. people. <laughs> you sure it wasn't uh, one of those? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, Yeah man Alright um, You reckon we should wrap it up there? That went really quick Did that go really quick? Um, no It's 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 it's, it's been, been an hour and ten minutes Yeah okay That's that's, that's about right That's about right Yeah, yeah. Um, I would appreciate it if you could go back and Just maybe ding out her name Because <laughs> that would offend her if she heard it So Just pop a ding over that Yeah hey? Yeah 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 Or you know Or we can leave it in <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> she fucking broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're the victim and she's the persecutor. Oh, she's and the not. rescuer is me leaving her name in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stronger than I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. stronger than I know. I feel like I need to need to like wrap up the podcast like like Dr. Fraser Crane esque tonight, you know. Oh well, good evening and good mental health. <laughs> No, how do we? We need to find some kind of way we to wrap definitely up. Definitely do. Yeah, how do we wrap up the show these days? Just like you know, oh well. <laughs> but drawing a blank. It's my, me and my sister. <clears throat> um, we found the best, uh, one of the best ways I found to to end phone conversations with her. Um, uh, you know, we're just talking for a while, and I'm just getting sick of talking to her. So I just go, hey, hey, Frizz, and she's like, yeah, and I'm like, guess what? 